Welcome back, listeners. Number one podcast in your headphones. Uh, I got a special guest for this episode of Family Resemblance, the second one in a row. Comedian and boss man extraordinaire, Thomas Lewis is back for this one. So I appreciate you going uh, two in a row, man. I told you I was taking over for Zach. Everyone knows I'm just a better <laughs> version of Zach anyway. So it's just, it's... He's trying to act like he's busy, but really he just can't follow me up. Yeah, he he wanted there to be a buffer, but turns out you had you ended up doing this episode too. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep doing them until I can find a way to completely get rid of Zach. <laughs> he's, he's about to be so pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's my plan. I see he's dedicated to fanboys, but he doesn't have time for family resemblance anymore. Oh snap! I like fanboys. <laughs> don't play don't play yourself, Zach. All right, yeah, fam or not, nah, man. And I thought it was only appropriate that we start off with uh, Holyfield's NFL mock draft that just released today. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check it out on our Instagram at Holyfield Sports. Thought this was a nice way to plug our incredible visuals. Thanks That's to you. True. Yeah, they are incredible. Um, they're pretty fresh. And uh, so, yeah, check them out at Holyfield Sports. I wanted to highlight a few of them for the listeners. We don't want you being on the go and trying to figure out how to look at these visuals distracted while driving or something. (laughs) True to form, last week we both talked about how we like Saquon Barkley as the best prospect in this draft. Um, And you and the other writers had him going number one to Cleveland. Um, The Giants get their quarterback of the future at two, Josh Rosen, and Bradley Chubb at three to the Colts. Um, Here's where it also gets uh, surprising. I know you love this guy. And I know I don't. Uh, the Browns. You really don't? Uh, no. And I, th- I think you know why. I think the listeners know why. <laughs> number, I thought, I, number four, Baker Mayfield to the Browns. Come on. I hate him. Can't do it. You genuinely dislike him as a prospect because he planted that flag. I don't dislike. Yeah. I, okay, that's, okay. That's a better point. I don't dislike him as a prospect because of it. I dislike him as a person. As like a person. Okay. I was going to say, that seems odd to me that you're like, oh, he sucks at throwing a football because he put a flag in us. I'm not ridiculous. Like, just because I hate Michigan doesn't mean I I think they, it is, Tom Brady's not the greatest quarterback. I mean, yeah, no, I get that. But I mean, yeah, Baker Mayfield's an asshole, but like, I don't have to hang out with him. He just has to play football on the team. You know what I mean? (laughs) Amen. So yeah, you guys have, you guys have the Browns. Going Saquon Barkley and Baker Mayfield, arguably you had one Heisman Trophy winner and the other that went into the season being one of the favorites. So uh, they pick up quite quite the offense. From yeah, there. they'll fuck it up. They'll um, take Josh few, Allen and Minka Fitzpatrick, though. I, I can almost get I can. Oh, almost they guarantee. sure will. Um, a few other highlights. I know um, a lot of the writers at Holyfield love Quentin Nelson, the offensive lineman from Notre Dame. You guys have him go number five to Denver. Uh, Sam Darnold going sixth to the Jets. Um, I think we're all kind of operating. We're going to talk about it a little later, but um, operating under the assumption that Kirk Cousins is going to end up with Minnesota. So that makes a lot of sense for the Jets. Let's see a few other ones. The 49ers going wide receiver at number nine, getting Calvin Ridley. Uh, Josh Allen off the board at 11 to Miami. Uh, See you, Tannehill. Yeah, thank God. Tannehill's expensive and always hurt and not that good to begin with. So uh, Ones people like to hear about, uh, number 15, Lamar Jackson to the Cardinals. Yes, sir. I think that I just he stays a Cardinal. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Silly me. Yeah, good for him. Doesn't have to. Ch- he doesn't even have to change his like, Instagram <laughs> bio. He's set. Uh, my boy Denzel Ward, 16 to the Ravens. Um, I love Denzel I love him Ward. so much. Go Bucks. Uh, Josh Jackson, uh, the other corner from the Big Ten, this time from Iowa, going 22 to the Buffalo Bills. And uh, let's see a few other ones. James Washington, the receiver from Oklahoma State, the not the real OSU, to the Titans at 25. And then uh, you guys did have a tight end going in the first round to Jacksonville at 29 um, from South Dakota State, Dallas Godert. So... Um, yeah. Just a few of the highlights. Yeah. I didn't want to give everyone everything. It's your chance to check them out along with their sweet <laughs> visuals on Holyfield Sports on Instagram. Um, so please check them out. I wanted to get your yeah, fam or not. Nah. What, what's your analysis? I know you gave a little thoughts, my few that I went with. I know you weren't the only one that contributed. Anything you wanted to change? Uh, anything you particularly liked, didn't like? Yeah, if I could like 
if I was in control of that whole thing, I guess the one thing I would have liked to do differently is I would have I would have ideally liked to seen the Broncos go with um a quarterback there just because they don't have anything at the right. situation. I actually picked Quentin Nelson there. I was me that did it, so it's not like I can point fingers at someone else and be like, oh, yeah, well, he screwed it up. No, it was me that chose Quentin Nelson there. But the more I think about it, I just love him so much as a prospect. I just don't know what they're going to do if they don't get Kirk Cousins. I don't know what their backup plan is. Like, I don't know who their plan B is. You have to roll with Paxton Lynch at that point, don't you? I kind of think you do. I don't think you invest into another quarterback that high unless it's Rosen or Mayfield and they're both gone. Right. So that's where I was like kind of screwed. I screwed myself over by taking Mayfield at four too. I was just, I was like, oh yeah, I don't know what to do with them. So I just went with the best prospect available. In retrospect, you should have counted on the Browns messing that up. If you're drafting, I, like you know, the honestly, team, you're drafting too much like yeah. you. <laughs> I should really I should just let 15 minutes roll off the clock and just wait for whatever falls to me. It's what the Browns should do. Just <laughs> let it all fall down to the end. Have the last 12 picks in the draft and just take the highest guys on their board. Pay no salary to rookies. They're going to lose anyway. I, I picked my bone with the few of you that did this mock draft. My boy Denzel Ward is far too low at 16. That's my only gnaw about this. It's definitely a yeah fam. These visuals are incredible. The coolest I've seen. But I do not like seeing Denzel Ward being on the fourth frame because he's the 16th pick. So I I love Denzel Ward. I think Denzel Ward's very good. I, I think he's great. I think my only issue is a lot of teams don't really need him above where they pick there. There's a lot of other prospects that are good. And there's a lot of late corners that are good. So Denzel Ward's in like a weird spot, like in terms of value. And there's a lot of cornerback value, but he is probably the best one available. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, he's the first corner off the board, right? Yeah, and like pretty, I, yeah. I am biased, but I do think he's the best corner in the draft, too. And Yeah, me too. Uh, you're not biased and you think that, so I yeah. guess that's a, I, that's I a hate good Ohio State. You shouldn't, but, I mean, we're not all perfect. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that out. I'll censor it for you. We'll just pop back. People are going to wonder what I said, but yeah, I'll censor it. <laughs> there we go. That'd be so appropriate. All right. So next, yeah, fam or not, wanted to take it to basketball. Yeah, fam or not, if a basketball player goes undrafted, he should be allowed to return to school. So this all came uh, from recent comments from uh, Warriors head coach Steve Kerr. Uh, he said, quote, one of the things that NCAA needs to look at is if a kid signs with an agent and he doesn't get drafted, welcome him back. Why not? What's the harm? We talk about amateurism and all this stuff, but if you're truly trying to do what's right for the kid and the kid declares for the draft and doesn't get drafted, you know what? Welcome him back. Do something good for the kids, end quote. So yeah, fam or nah, do you like the concept that Kerr is proposing? Can I like go half and half on this? I love, I would love if someone could get drafted and then do it. Don't sign with an agent. That's all I ask. Just don't, just wait and find out if you're drafted and then sign with an agent and do all that after. That was the only thing I'd change. Other than that, I think it's great. Yeah, if someone doesn't get drafted, let them go back to college. Who cares? Like, unless they're a senior, you're not just going to keep giving people eligible years because they suck at right. basketball. Otherwise, we're going to have Frank Kaminsky forever in Wisconsin or wherever the hell he's going. Oh, please no. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have no problem with it. I just don't think they should be signing agents and then playing in college if we're actually going to. If, if we're going to call a spade a spade and treat it like it's, you know, amateur, they shouldn't have agents and stuff like that. They shouldn't do it before they're drafted anyway. What are they signing? Like, if you're telling me Nike's going to give me $10 million, I don't need an agent to say yes to that. Like, yeah, sure. Who, who gives a shit? Like, just wait until after. If you get if you get drafted, sign an agent, let him negotiate anything you need, and there you go. Mo move on. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it, I love the idea of it, but don't sign with an agent. Because then the agent's in a weird spot, too. Like, now he's just got this kid waiting. He might be, maybe he tells the kid, oh, your stock's high. Don't play. You might get hurt. Now, imagine you're playing, you know, like OSU's in the, the final four, and they're like, oh, some team guarantees they're going to take you in the lottery. Don't play because you might get hurt. And now OSU's fucked. Because the, the agent's allowed to talk to the teams the whole time. There's no rule against an agent talking to a team about his client ever. Right. I dig so, that. Yeah, I'm. I'm a yeah fam too, and I, I like your um, modification to it. I 
I like the concept of not needing an agent that early in the game. I mean, you still haven't signed a contract when you go and get scouted or go on these team visits. You're not signing anything. Just hold off on your endorsement deals and it'll all be the same. The agent will still get his commission. It's just it'll all happen at once. And if not, you go back to school and try to improve your stock. At the least, you get a degree out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you 110%. That's exactly... I don't know why it isn't that way. I don't know why... Well, because they're signing agents. I know why it is, because everyone's yeah. trying to get, like, money because they grew up in, like, Virginia Beach or whatever, and I get it. Like, it sucks. Like, a lot of these kids come from, like, low-income, like, houses. Like, Jimmy Graham was basically beaten by his brothers his whole childhood and shit, and, like, I'm sure he wanted to make as much money as quick as possible, and I get it, but, like, maybe... Yep. Maybe it's not always the smartest decision. Yeah, absolutely. And... I know this this is not kind of off topic. I think basketball should go back to letting high schoolers go to the draft. And I think oh, yeah, absolutely. they should switch to the baseball rules. I know a lot of people agree with that concept, but if you decide to declare early at a high school, you can. But if you sign that letter to go to college, you're there for three years. I, I yep, really that, do like the concept be. of that because I think it does both. It, imp- it still improves the quality of college basketball because you have notable names and you get to know them and those players that are still good enough aren't just pretending like they're trying to go get a degree for a year oh yeah absolutely i totally agree with you there you couldn't be more right nfl combine yeah fam or not you bout it can a player i wanted a bonus couple i think zach and i talked about this at the last underwear olympics but i want to get your take can a player help his stock from the combine? Can a player hurt his stock from the combine? And what are your thoughts on like players cho- choosing to do certain drills and not choosing to do others? Give uh, me your overall on NFL combine. I, I don't really put a lot of stock into the combine. I don't think it really means anything. I wouldn't change guys up or down my board. I mean, I basically, I would just tell everyone to do every drill just to see how they listen and how they come prepared. That's the only thing I would look for. Like, if someone doesn't understand the instructions of a basic drill I'm teaching them, that's a red flag. And, like, I like the idea of all the prospects getting together and just, like, working out and throwing to each other. You kind of get to see how someone operates with people they don't know. Like, I love the quarterback throwing drill just because they're throwing routes to wideouts they've never thrown routes to before. So it's that's what they're going to have to learn in two months anyway. But, yeah, I don't care what 40-yard dash anyone runs. None of that means anything to me. It doesn't affect or change anyone's stock. It's, like, fun. It's a game, I guess. Like, it's cool for me to turn on and be like, like, Deion Sanders was freaking out because a white guy ran, like, a 4-4-2 or something. Like, yeah, it's cool and everything. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I mean, that's fun, but I, I don't care. I don't I, st- I don't know that guy's name. I have no idea who that guy's name is. I don't know. I have th- no idea what college he went to or anything. But, yeah, it's a funny story, I guess doesn't mean anything i don't think some team's gonna draft him because he suddenly looks faster on a film in underwear than he does on tape it just no i mean i guess i'm gonna not fam the whole combine but it's fun it's one of those things i don't care about if other people get something out of it so be it i mean bill belichick's there so obviously it's got some value like um i guess just to be different i'll say yeah fam i am i do catch myself checking the results and caring about these 40 times but if I'm thinking logically, it doesn't make a huge difference. I'm not going to say I'm excited about a player because because he put up 22 reps at, on the bench press. So, yeah, like I, I don't care at all. Like, think about all the guys that like Aaron Maben was a workout warrior. He looked like he was just going to be God and he came out and sucked. Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. An- another one was uh, Vernon Golston. Yeah, exactly. Like the, it doesn't really put first off. They're never running around in underwear. You're almost never running 40 yards in a straight line in football. Like it just exactly. I not. It doesn't mean a lot to me. So that being said, I, I really don't like when players show up there and then don't do a drill. Yeah, what the hell? Like I get I get you're going to go visit with the teams and you get that valuable face to face interaction. But how are you going to freaking steal that spot from someone else that could potentially be become could potentially get on a team's radar by being at the combine? That's what I don't like. Oh, like yeah. you're going to go there and choose to not do anything. Then I'm I'm definitely a nod to it. But uh, those a, uh, the ones that do everything, I'm a huge yeah fam too because they're showing a willing willingness to compete in a not familiar environment. 
Because anybody could do great in your home facility where yeah. you have your old college coaches having a fast stopwatch. Yeah, no, I mean, you're totally right. It's it's a quitter mentality too, not doing it. Like what, how, like that's like texting a girl for weeks on Tinder, then showing up and being like, oh, I actually don't eat ass. Sorry. Like, I know I've been talking to you for weeks about it, but can't do it. Like, I don't know why these kids are showing up if they're not going to do the workouts and just throw when someone doesn't throw. The, I don't know what the they're, hell. They're catfishing. Yeah, that's what it is. That's suspect. Like, that's mad suspect when someone's basically like, yeah, I've been throwing my football my whole life, but I'm not going to throw it right here right now. You just got to believe me I can do it. Like, no, dude, I don't trust that at all. That was the big. You take that. You take that extra flight (laughs) to my college, to my college town. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, I'm basically ruining the economy by making you all take private jets everywhere. But can you please come watch me throw a football in shorts in Wyoming? Uh, No, I'm here right now. Just throw it. Uh, I can't dude. It's like a guy that sucks at basketball at pickup. And he's like, oh, it's my I usually hit those. Like, I don't know what to tell. No, you don't. You never hit those. Like, just just own up to it. (laughs) God forbid you show us what you have when it's convenient. Yeah, like God forbid we're all, we're all in Indianapolis right now. Like who does I don't even know who didn't throw. Like I met like Lamar Jackson didn't run the 40. Why not Lamar? Just run the 40. Like who cares? Yeah, just toast everyone. I don't dude, do it backwards. Like I don't care if you flip off both cameras and run it backwards. Just show up. <laughs> just do it. Like why you to do to show up and not like participate like almost bothers me. Oh, I wanted to get a bonus from you i just thought of it you mentioning lamar jackson what yeah fm or not a team's asking him to play receiver yeah i have no problem with a team asking him to play receiver i don't think he's a receiver but if a team like the rams has no interest in him as a quarterback and for whatever reason he's there in the third or even second and they're like oh you know what we'll take like look at braxton miller he turned out all right like and it's not the right. worst case scenario. Like, say golf gets hurt, you've got Jackson. Hey, you want to throw some footballs? Do your thing. Like, worst, like I don't know. I wouldn't hate it. If anything, just make him like the backup quarterback slash wide receiver. Like, that's that's what I would do. I mean, I think Lamar needs to sit anyway. I mean, he's the kind of guy that you can just plug in, but I think he's better suited sitting because he's he's really smart and he makes a lot of good decisions. But I think the NFL, his athleticism might be a little shrunk down in the NFL, so he should sit and like adjust. And uh, yeah, right. yeah, I I just I would draft him at a wideout and just put him as my backup quarterback. But I don't care. It's not like I care if they ask him. If I were him, I'd just say no. He's his own agent. I would just be like, yeah, no, uh, I'm not doing that. I right. refuse to play wideout. But a team that asks him, hell yeah, I like. You're telling me Bill Belichick calls you and says, oh, I want to try out a wideout. You're gonna make go to hell, Bill Belichick. What do you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm 100 percent with you. I if I were him, I would be hit him with a hell nah. But once he gets drafted and they want to use him and that's the way he could see the field, then I don't think he's going to say no to that. That's what but I'm- right now there's no reason for him not to be a quarterback. He's proven he's got the size, you know, no injury history. So I think in that sense, it's ridiculous to ask that if you're going to draft him, as long as he's listed as some kind of quarterback, I don't see why you wouldn't use him if you think he could help your team win i think any player would say they would i have like it's two sides of the same coin like terrell Pryor was a quarterback his whole life he just quarterback played wide out because the quarterback thing didn't work out and it turned out all right for him like he he didn't have a great year in washington but whatever i mean he was good in cleveland and all that and on the flip side of that denard robinson had never played wide out and switched to like running back or whatever he was and sucked immediately Probably should have just played quarterback. Like it's one of those things that it's kind of confusing because you're you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. You want him to play the position he wants to play, but if it's not his best one, you want to get him on the field still. I have no problem with the team asking. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to like you know, Likey and Lavarit, your favorite, your actual favorite person, and our sarcastic. Favorite yeah, I person. love Lavarit. <laughs> Um, let's start with the positives, man. What do you got? Oh, likey. Um, I pretending to care about college basketball this time of year is great for me. Like, oh, I love it. It's, it's phenomenal 
because I don't know anything about college basketball. I couldn't name 10 college basketball. I don't even know who the top 100 is or whatever. I have no idea. None of it means anything to me. But every year people are like, you want to do like a, you know, a bracket? And I pretend to be a genius about it. I'm like, you know what? I, I don't, <laughs> you might need the money more than I do. And it seems a little unfair to me to be, is this an amateur bracket or is this like a pro league bracket? And they're like, wow, you do pro league brackets? I'm like, yeah, dude, I was ranked four. I was in the four seed last year. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I love, I love pretending to care about college basketball first off college basketball is the biggest crapshoot on planet earth i've never had more faith or less faith in a sport ever it's just i don't trust some 19 year old kid who's like studying bio and his girlfriend's super pissed at him like i don't trust that kid to show up and play against <laughs> these like freak athletes that are like doing one year at arizona then they're gonna go like dunk on LeBron James like I don't know I can't buy it I think one guy can dominate too much so yeah I love pretending to care about college basketball because I really don't give a shit but I really love pretending to all right I think your next lucky has to has a little bit to do with mine so uh, I'm gonna hit I have one lucky uh Shaquem Griffin I know it's gotten a lot of press but he had uh we were just talking about how the combine we don't put too much stock into it but he had a hell of a combine at linebacker, a 4-3-8, 40-yard dash, and 20 reps on bench press with just one arm. So he had a prosthetic hooked to the bar and knocked out 20. Uh, so I'm a likey to that. And more likey because he's inspiring a lot of yeah. lot of people by he's a good doing story. so well. And he was, a, he was a late add to the combine after a good senior bowl too. So... Uh, pretty cool to see someone excel that much uh, in with car, the chips stacked against them. Yes, but he's he's a lot going against them, and then he showed up. And I mean that four three, I don't. It was a four three eight. It was crazy. Like that was bananas. That was insanely fast for any human being. I think it was the fastest linebacker ever recorded. Yeah, it was something like the fastest since two thousand five when they first started recording him. So doesn't that just mean the fastest ever? Like, oh, he's the fastest since we started. Pretty much. Yeah, that's just the fastest. Like, I mean, what were stopwatches couldn't have been that accurate that long ago? Well, see, that blows my mind. I feel like stopwatch, like, not a lot of technology has come out for a stopwatch to get better. Like, oh, we're even There's cooler at getting time. <laughs> All right, sounds good. If someone if someone tried selling me a better stopwatch, I'd be like, you're a crook. Like you're a criminal. There's no way that stopwatch does anything <laughs> any other stopwatch can't do. It times that 40 way better. It, it adds that whole nother digit. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, I don't give I you think it, I care. It I, adds that thousandth digit. I don't even care about the hundredth digit. Really, I'm just at the second one. I'm like, did anyone run a seven second 40 yet? No? All right, call me. Wake me up. <laughs> All right, so what's your what's your other likey? Oh yeah, all the one-handed Shaquem Griffin jokes that came out of the combine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's I know it's fucked up. I know it's terrible. But when people are saying he's like single-handedly destroying the combine, like <laughs> oh, no, like, oh, no, that's yeah, that's crazy. Everyone was like, oh, I get, but he's getting a ton of high fives after this one. Like, oh man, I love it. It's insane. Like they're they're perfect. I can't even. I honestly can't even begin to tell you how funny I find this whole situation. I. I think it's great. He's like an inspiring guy. There's nothing funny about like his story. As long as no one's being mean about it, I think it's funny. Like I think it's hysterical. I mean, if I, if I have confidence that he would laugh at it, I think it's okay to laugh. Yeah, like I don't think I it's not like he's shy about having one hand. Like it's not like he's trying to hide it or anything like that. Honestly, I think it's like an advantage. If someone tried grabbing me with that nub, I'd just fall. I'd be like, yeah, like I'm going like if I'm Derrick Henry and I've got a full head of steam and I see Shaquem Griffin's like octopus thing coming at me. I'm like, yeah, I'm going down, dude. Like you got me <laughs> like it's basically I don't know how that thing. <laughs> it's like two hand touch. Like, I don't know. Like, can he even grab with it? Like, I genuinely don't know. I think he like from the little bit I've seen, I think he like tucks uses more almost like hug, bear hugs yeah like he uses a, he has a control of his forearm right yeah yeah i think he does like that like he kind of just tries to rap with it and stuff like that but i someone right. someone photoshopped a picture of spongebob or of squidward and he was in like a shakeem griffin jersey and he'd like the tentacle and i was losing my shit like i was just <laughs> absolutely i couldn't even work all day i was just staring at it i was like wow someone really is my favorite person out there I, I, i'd love to meet the person that made that Internet's undefeated. 
Yeah, it's the Internet has never lost once ever, except one time they got like the wrong Boston bomber. I think the Internet took an L on that one. I distinctly remember. I think it might have only L. Yeah, it might have been like Reddit. Actually, it was like I forget what website it was, but some website thought they found the guy and like they called the SWAT team and it just wasn't him. It was just some random like it like Indian dude. Oh, no. Yeah. And he's just like sitting <laughs> just in his house and like the like Boston police and everyone are kicking down the door. And then he's like, they're like, what are you doing? He's probably like masturbating all day. And he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you guys all here? Like he's, he's probably like recording like the NFL without, Damn, you could have knocked or some shit. Yeah. Like that's cra- I I don't even know what I would do. If someone were like, you blew up Boston. I'm like, Whoa, I didn't do anything. This is crazy. Like, how is he getting pinned for that? But yeah, that's the internet's one loss is that poor guy on that note. All right, let's get negative here, man. What are your uh, no likeies and Lavarets? Oh, uh, the uh, the Oscars is absolutely a no likey for me. I have no idea who votes. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yep, I have no idea who votes. I have no idea. I honestly, this is this might this isn't a joke. It might sound like one, but it's it's very serious. I don't know if Oscars are like a guy. I don't know if it's named after someone named Oscar. I have no clue. I don't know if it's an acronym. I have no idea. I've tried doing it like in my head. I was like outstanding, super cool, awesome, like recording <laughs> singers and stuff. Like, I don't know what it stands for. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's important. There's like the Golden Globes. Wrap it up. Just give me like one and make it the Kids' Choice Awards. Just let the kids vote for everything. That's like the only award show I want. <laughs> and add slime to it. Yeah, that's all I want. Is like, you think I don't want to see? You think I don't want to see like Meryl Streep up there crying and they're just like, oh, you said the secret word. You're getting slimed, Meryl. Go to hell. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's preposterous. Like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Everyone's like ah, and they just like straight up start sliming Leonardo DiCaprio. He's like crying. Like hell yeah, that's what I want. I don't want these super rich people like going up there and just taking awards They're like yeah thanks i made millions of dollars and i got this trophy it was pretty cool i don't know what it is just give me one award show rap music up Be into like, it like i don't know best picture best picture goes to captain underpants the movie yeah let the kids vote that's who knows what's up there they kids control everything Kids control adults. Like, my kids are going to tell me what to buy. Then my spending power is going to be spent buying my kids' Kids Bop 49. It's it's way past 49 right now. It's going to be Kids Bop 300, and they're going to be singing, like, Drake <laughs> songs. Like, I don't I don't know what the hell is going to be. Like, Drake Jr., or whoever the hell it is. But I it's that's where the money goes. The kids control everything. Let them vote. And then for my Lavarit is uh, restaurants that serve me food that isn't on a plate. I've had this happen like four times in New York in the past two weeks. I like ordered a I ordered fries the other day and they came in an old iPhone case and I was just fucking mind blown. And they were like, oh, it's all <laughs> part. Of, yeah, it was like I was like, this is like this is bonkers. Like it's just like not it's like they stacked them up. So it was like a pyramid in an iPhone case. And I'm just staring at it. I'm like, this is crazy. Like you guys don't have a Zoom box or something that you could throw these in. Like what? It's like, where's where are my plates? I, I ordered out of a, like a glass the other day. It was like fries they just broke a wine glass and gave me the bottom part and i'm like what if i cut myself on this thing like this is they were like, <laughs> that seems like a very new york problem yeah, to have. it's crazy it's insane just give me a fucking plate i'm tired of eating like hamburgers off one slab of rock like i don't even know like just <laughs> it's like, go to marshall's oh, it adds, adds to the experience yeah it doesn't add to oh your aioli's on the side it's marinating on the rock uh no it's not you just found this fucking rock outside and you were like let's fuck with this guy and throw his hamburger on here no dude i don't want that i want a plate go to marshall's that's like 20 bucks for 15 plates there's not that many people in your stupid ass bodega restaurant you can it's manhattan you can only fit nine people in anywhere except that olive garden in times square why can't i have a fucking plate like it's impossible to get a plate in new york i've eaten off paper they've given me like notebooks they're like oh that's an autistic child's notebook that you're eating off of what who took this guy's security blanket away from him where's this kid putting his thoughts right now that i'm eating off this notebook book like i can't have this i just want plates and that's and people always get on me they're like oh why don't you tip you want to know why i don't tip because that waiter just went outside threw my food on the ground picked it up and was like oh this one's served on a bed of gravel and spit like i don't <laughs> why is this happening how hard is it to get a plate that i hate it i'm so getting i'm getting legitimately you need to, you need to move up. to columbus then yeah i'm getting legitimately fired up thinking about them putting my fries in an iphone case and then handing it to me and then later handing me a check being like can we have money for that no <laughs> Do you, can i have money that was insane i just had to sit through that it, it should be less because i didn't get a plate yeah to what, what are, what's all your overheads this is obviously someone's old iphone case 
Like it wasn't it wasn't even a new iPhone case. Like they went to five below, bought one, used it for a week, and they were like, I could probably fit like 30 fries on here if I stack them vertically. That's unreal. Yeah, no. What are what are your I'm getting too heated, so let's go to your negatives. All right. So a uh, couple surprise, surprise, Ohio State related no likeies. Um potential first round pick and if you look at our holy field draft, he still is. He's the end of the first round. Billy Price, the offensive lineman from my alma mater, Ohio State, partially tore his pack bench pressing at the NFL Combine. This seems like the perfect situation where we can nah the NFL Combine because this dude's been healthy his whole career and had a really good career at Ohio State and gets on the bench just in time to partially tear his pack. So uh, no likey to that. Hopefully it doesn't uh, hurt his stock too much. Uh, he should be good to go by camp, luckily, so it could have been worse, but it also could have been better. Yeah. And then the other no lucky is to Ohio State men's basketball losing to freaking Penn State for the third time this season. <laughs> this time it was in the Big Ten tournament, and Ohio State's getting cold at the worst time, and the Big Ten's insistence on playing at Madison Square Garden means that the Big Ten season is already over ended a week earlier than it usually does and OSU depending on when when they get scheduled for the tournament could wind up playing one game in 21 days because of how crazy they had to jam pack a schedule so yeah, uh, no likey to that all around and the lack of pride it takes to lose to an opponent the same opponent 3 fucking times yeah imagine if you guys run into them are they in the tournament i don't know any of the teams in the tournament they probably worked their way into it because their three resume building wins are all against the same fucking team. <laughs> I guess that's you guys. So but judging by your upsetness. Yeah. So anyway, this was going to make me even more fired up. LeVar to uh, one Tubby Smith. Yes, that Tubby Smith. Uh, so he recently said that allowing so many Division One players to transfer teaches them how to quit. So here's this quote, quote, I've been in this business a long time, never seen anything like it. We had over 800 Division One players transfer last year. We're teaching them how to quit. That's what we're doing. Things not going well. Let's quit. This rant came af- came from new NCAA regulations um, that allow players to transfer whenever they want or potentially transfer whenever they want. Um, also, Tubby Smith got asked about uh, whether his roster would be back because before last season, he lost six players to transfer. Um, so that's kind of crazy, but, um, the reason this is a LeVar and I think most people feel this way is the irony that a, a coach who's part of this fraternity of coaches, college coaches, especially can call a player who transfers quitting when they can just up and leave and take another fucking job and it costs them nothing. They don't have to sit out for a year. They don't have to have any repercussions or be called quitters when they choose to follow the money or, the next job that's up after they just promised a whole bunch of recruits that they'd take care of them, develop them, promise their parents that they would be there for these student athletes yeah. and they get to leave. But God forbid a fucking player does what's best for his career and moves to school. He's called a quitter. Yeah. That makes a shit ton of sense when you're part of a fraternity that does it themselves and in- includes you because tubby smith's been all over the place you might know him from coaching in kentucky but he's had a lot of stops the fact that i didn't know he was coach of memphis says a lot about him i I had no idea he was alive before five minutes ago dude i'm saying lavar to tubby smith it's fucking ridiculous that you would suggest a player be quitting because he wants to do what's best for him when these Coaches get paid millions of dollars to follow a money trail. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It seems insane. It, it seems nuts, yeah. Uh, Zach's favorite category, or I guess it should be yours since you're replacing him, right? Yeah, this is uh, mine. Lottie frickin' da. Um, I have a surprise for you since uh, you enjoyed this one so much last week. I wanted to kick us off with a familiar face. Trey Young, <laughs> your boy. <laughs> fuck Trey Young. Good. Is he dead yet? Fuck him, yeah. He leads the nation and points it. Points and assists per game. That's still a fact, but fuck them, right? Yeah, no, fuck them. Who cares? It means nothing. 
I mean, he's good. He's probably Devon- like one of the best players in the nation. But if his team sucks, it's, it means nothing. He's going to be a rich dude soon, but he's still on Lottie freaking Dodd two episodes in a row. I think this is the first time. Maybe Blake Bortles has done it. But yeah. uh, other than that, it's probably just Trey Young. But Devontae Graham from Kansas was unanimously voted as Big 12 Player of the Year. Wait, Trey Young didn't even get... It- player of the year in his own conference and he leads the nation he in sh- points and assists i'm flipping again sure and i'm all it. in on team trey young it is a travesty <laughs> it's this is insane who votes for so what is unless Devonte graham's like second in points and assists per game in the nation and also leads in like rebounds and i, I don't know he sure isn't yeah that's what i'm saying this is banana land like trey young could play on my rec team any day everyone's this is this is a conspiracy theory something's fucked up like something's not right i'm back on trey young's team i'm just finding out about this right now like i have no i had no idea he didn't win i, f- I was hoping you didn't see this one i wanted to surprise you I, with that. I, I i figured he'd have to win all those accolades right i mean how do you not i mean what's the point of basketball you don't win it by getting the most rebounds you put the ball in the hoop the most times and then they count it as extra things not only is he putting the ball in the hoop the most he's also helping other people put the ball in the hoop more than anybody else that's been this is banana land that he hasn't won Big 12 player of the year, let alone unanimously what 15 people or however many people vote in the Big 12 looked at what Trey Young did and they said, nah, fuck it. That's like a YouTube prank. This other guy's for real. Like this guy's the truth. Trey Young's just putting up points and assists. Who cares? Here in the Big 12, we like football and guns. And and does Trey Young have guns? Nope. All right. Fuck them. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like this is not. Do you want to do you want to get even more mad? Do you want to hear Devontae Graham's stats? Oh, God. I almost don't. But, yeah, tell him to me. Uh, he's he's averaging about 10 less points per game than Trey Young wow. and uh, about two less assists per game than Trey Young. I'm actually fired up. Uh, <laughs> Devontae Graham, your unanimous Big 12 unanimous. player of the year. Not one person was like, maybe we should vote for the guy with the most points and assists. They sure did it. This is insane to me. They all they all said fuck Trey Young too. How many people vote in the Big Twelve? Like I don't know college basketball at all. I, I'll pretend to know the most about it. I have no idea either. I don't know. That's Un- a good question. Unanimously, unless Devontae Graham's mom is the only person that gets a vote, there's no world where it should be a unanimous vote against Trey Young. <laughs> Incredible. Like, that's insane to me. I imagine the guy that, like, wins the most money on Jeopardy. They're like, oh, sorry, you actually weren't the best contestant today. We picked the guy who has like, way less money than you. And the other guy's like, oh, are you serious? Like, that's great. Thanks so much. And the guy with all the money's like, wait, this is fucked up. Oh, no, it was unanimous. No one thought you should keep all the money even though you earned it. Lottie freaking died, yeah, Trey yeah, Young. Lottie freaking died. Like, that's ridiculous. You know what? I'm, I'm down on the Big 12. Dissolve it. Get rid of it. It's a corrupt organization. <laughs> Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Drain the swamp. Get rid of them. I don't need them. Are right, you want to cover our other one for the for the episode? What is? It? I don't even know. I should scroll. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Devin Booker is averaging thirty one point six points per game, five rebounds, four point four assists, and the Suns are one and six. And their only win is against the lowly Memphis Grizzlies, who are the worst in the league right now. Um. I don't care. I, I don't know what to say about this. I think it's really cool. He's doing all this. He's very good. The Suns just suck. I don't know if you ever played on like a rec team where you're the only like not fat dude on the team. But like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's what De- like Devin Booker feels right now. <laughs> like, well, I don't he's not exempt. Lottie freaking died. I don't, Devin. I don't know how you go to work. Like, how does he go to the work in the morning? He goes to the locker room and they like lose and they're like, oh, shame. Like we lost as a team. And Devin Booker's like, y'all crazy. Right. And putting up Kobe numbers right now. And you guys are straight <laughs> up putting up Michael Alloa candy garbage all around me. <laughs> Like I, the candy man. Yeah, I don't know what you do. Like if you're Devin Booker, I probably just get on a plane. I'd probably just leave. I'd ask if I have any college eligibility left and be like, can I go back? This is insane. Like playing coach Cal needs my help playing for the, yeah. Playing for the Suns can't count against as playing as per professional team. Like there's just no way he's putting up ridiculous numbers. Like that's insane. And he's getting none of it. Like he's getting none of the benefits. On that note, you know, our usual fuck Trey Young, Lottie yeah, freaking Young. Let's go to who you got and what you feeling and wanted to recap our picks from our last episode. So we had previously talked about where Kirk Cousins would wind up. 
Uh, I hint I talked about it a little earlier. It does seem like it's leaning heavily towards Minnesota. Yeah. I heard something along the lines of he might get a completely guaranteed deal, and Cousins is ideally looking for like a three-year uh, averaging in the $30 million range yep. uh, per year. So um, we'll see when it officially becomes official, but it's looking that way after I kind of went with the Jets. I thought he'd follow the money there. Um, Zach kind of went with Denver. I think you were kind of in between two, but... Um, I just didn't want him. You also brought up, but he's going to. Yep. Um, We also talked about who our who the best prospect in the NFL draft was. Uh, You and I, after I got past my Ohio State bias, kind of agreed (laughs) on Saquon Barkley. Um, And like we talked about earlier in our Holyfield mock draft, we appropriately put him as the first pick based on um, our who you got for last week. Yeah. Then we talked a lot about how much you and I both hate the Winter Olympics. Yeah, uh, we tried to pick a favorite event, but it seemed like a trick question to us. So um, without further ado, let's get to this week's picks. Le'Veon Bell just got franchise tagged for the second year in a row. He'll be making quite a bit of money. It's like upwards past $14 million for the year, fully guaranteed. Does he show up earlier than he did last year um and play under the franchise tag yes or no no so this is kind of a two-parter do you think he plays under the franchise tag one and if so does he show up earlier nope no way if i were him i would never play football again until the steelers got rid of me i would carson palmer it like he did with the Bengals. be like i'm retired till you guys decide to trade me i'm good he's got enough money go play in the cfl or something who cares doesn't mean anything. I would not do it. He's basically being yanked around in a way that he very publicly has asked not to be yanked around. He shouldn't do this just as like a matter of principle. I love Le'Veon Bell. I also like low-key like the Steelers. I don't want... Zach probably doesn't even listen to the podcast anymore. He's so interested in fanboys. <laughs> but so I, I feel free that I can compliment them. But uh, like I like the Steelers offense. I like their like team a lot. I think it's set up really nicely. They would do really well with Le'Veon Bell and really hurt without him. I was just reading somewhere saying someone was saying they have the same points per game with or without him. Yeah, that doesn't mean he's not fantastic and amazing. He should retire. He should never play foot like for the NFL again if the Steelers keep his rights. Stand your ground as like a man. He said he was going to do something. I think he should do it. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any way he should play. Um, so I'm going to go the other way. I I don't think he ends up playing in the under the franchise tag because I think they work out a deal this time. Um they were reportedly really close. I think they ended up around like 14 mil per year. I, I read that last year he almost signed a deal, like a three-year deal for $42 million, um, which is pretty much what he'd be getting under the franchise tag. He is standing his ground and um, trying to get more, but I do think they work it out. I think they're getting closer and closer. Um, I might be wrong. I think maybe last year they offered him something like 13 mil a year and uh, he wants what he wants. So if if it ends up sticking with the franchise tag, though, I could see him sticking out longer. I think he did show up last year and I was kind of surprised about that. But um, I mean, he's got to stand his ground at some point. You're right. So that's all I'm saying. Um, I'm kind of in between kind of in between. But I think they work out a deal. I really do. I hope they do. Because everyone wants to see him play, but I he should stand his ground and refuse to play if they don't. He shouldn't show up under that franchise tag. That's the one. It's thing. honestly a such. It's honestly such a smart idea by the Steelers, though, because you know, the minute he shows up, they're just going to run him into the ground and then probably just let him go and see what he can get somewhere else. Oh yeah, I mean, duh, <laughs> absolutely. They're they're trying to Ricky Williams him, and if I were him, I would just not buy into that. All right. Um, number one season NCAA tournament, it's getting to be that time. I know you just went on a rant about, um, getting rid of college basketball, but it's unavoidable in this month of March. So I wanted to get your take on your number one seed. So the candidates, I think Virginia is pretty much a shoe in as a overall number one seed. They'd probably have to have the worst ACC tournament ever. And even then, I think they get a few buys yeah. built into their number one seed. So they're pretty much a lock as a one seed and probably the overall one seed. Uh, Villanova, Xavier, 
Duke, Purdue, Michigan State, Kansas, North Carolina, they're all kind of in contention for that number one seed. Um, who are your four that you think are going to make that number one seed line that has never lost in tournament history? I have never, I have no fucking clue, but I'm going to give you four, and I guarantee it's right. Uh, Virginia, Michigan State, I'll go North Carolina, and don't mind if I Purdue. That's going to be my fourth one right there. Like that. All right, yeah. so you said Virginia, Virginia, Michigan State, North Michigan Carolina, State. and don't mind if I Purdue. You got it. That's that's I can almost guarantee that's going to be the the number one seeds. All right. So mine are Virginia, Villanova, Xavier, and that fourth one is um kind of difficult. But I'm going to go with Duke. I think they'll end up having a good ACC tournament and play their way into that last number one seed. But um, it really could be any of those other potential candidates. Um, I know you're pumped for your Bearcats, though. Oh, yeah, they're going to. I'm pretty confident they're going to win the entire tournament. I have nothing. I have no information telling me that they will. But I've never been more confident in something in my entire life. Like, I could just I there you go. I could just sleep. through. It's March. like it's like the Bearcats with. If Kenyon Martin stayed healthy that one year. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm I could just close my eyes, wake up in April and be celebrating like that's how sure I am. <laughs> I'll put it on the board. Yeah, just lock it up. Bet your kids on it. Not not even Toasty takes this episode and you got it. Yeah, that's it. I'm guaranteeing it. <laughs> All right, man. What are you feeling? Uh, that new Drake song, God's Plan or whatever, is God's Plan. That's hilarious. That song cracks me up. I can't stop listening to it. I don't know what it Did is. Did you watch the video? No, I haven't seen it. What is it? Is it crazy? So the video is sweet because he took the entire budget of the video, which was almost a million dollars, and gave it all away to people that clearly didn't have money. Like he gave money to students at uh, University of Miami, Florida. He gave it to people who are struggling, don't have a job. He just started handing out money that's pretty rad basically See, that's cool I've that's his music video that's a really cool music video i had no idea i like it more now but yeah that song has been like just really catchy and i'm like i'm turning into a drake fan and i don't know what the fuck wow. to me. like i don't know what's happening to me but i'm who are you i don't know I, I was going for a run the other day i was in weehawken actually and i went for a run i'm running on like this track and it's just literally water like they have a reservoir but the water what is it I didn't even know they were rationing water. I have no idea what this reservoir is for because it's just trash in there. <laughs> there was like 30 tennis balls. Like there had to have been a dog throwing them in there. But I'm running and Drake came on and I swear I did like a personal best. Like I was just sprinting and I was just like, wow, I felt him in my blood. Like maybe I've always been a Drake fan. Dude, you're going to be like Premo himself over here. Yeah, like I'm I'm trying. I'm. It's swole season almost. I don't want to say I'm the Amen. buffest guy at Holyfield, but I'm giving you a run for your money. That's for sure. But but you're also not 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 saying it. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, everyone else would say it. Everyone would absolutely say, oh, Percy's the buffest <laughs> guy, but I won't say that's it. That's a word, word on the Holyfield yeah, streets. I'll take the high road. <laughs> well, uh, I'm feeling... Getting a lot of my Oscars picks right, so a few of us at Holyfield uh, produced our picks for the Oscars before they aired, and um, as a group, we did really well. I think, I think between the three or four of us that that voted on the categories, there was at least one of us that got it right in every category. Um, my one big one that I got wrong was Best Picture. I still think Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri should have won over The Shape of Water, but. Um, that, yeah, I, I like that movie too. I don't know why people were giving it shit. Yeah, um, there were there were some reasons for giving it shit, but I just love the acting in it, um, and thought it was uh, unique enough and um, a fresh movie that I ordinarily wouldn't see, but still thoroughly enjoyed myself. And I can't say the same for all the all of the best picture nominees uh, that I did end up seeing. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm feeling those Oscars, Aaron. We had a, a little Oscars party, me and the misses with friends. So 
Uh, it was all around good. It was a good day, man. My invite must have got lost in the mail because I don't recall attending an Oscars party. I'm I'm just waiting for you to move I'm, to Columbus, man. I just man. don't recall where where we serve our food on yeah, plates. As long as you guys serve your fucking food on plates, I'll be there. Because I'm telling you right now, Manhattan is a disaster. I eat like a homeless person. It's cra- I'm eating fries out of glass <laughs> bottles. I'm like, this is crazy. You should just uh, you should just have someone carry in a stack of plates just in case I'm you absolutely, sit down somewhere where they try to. Fuck oh yeah, with I'm you. absolutely bringing a plate the next time I go out to eat in New York. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. You got like BYOB places and BYOP places. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I need. Hey, do you guys have plates? Or are you gonna serve me fries on your back acne? Like, I just need to figure it out ahead of time <laughs> so I know if I have to bring something. Hey, we we got the square of cardboard. We're doing this yeah, new thing. Great. I hate these people. They're the worst. Just serve me food. All right, man. My too much sense for this episode um, comes from personal experience. So those of us that get mad very easily, I self admittedly one of those. Um, when you're upset, do everything possible to remain calm before reacting. A calm demeanor allows for your points to be heard better and you to hear. Uh, the person who you're mad at's points better. So I think it comes to a better, more productive, long-lasting resolution uh, the calmer you remain in a situation where you want to do the exact opposite. So that's my too much sense, simple this week. Um, but yeah, that's what I got, man. I mean, that's good advice. I don't get angry, like, ever. I'm very calm as a person, usually. And uh, basically, I... I'd say that's great advice, actually. That's like solid life advice. Podcasts don't really offer that. So that's like a nice thing for someone to actually get. Like, hey, if you listen to me talking about plates and complaining about all that stuff and you made it all the way through to the end, I would actually pay attention to what you just said there because that was good advice. Amen. Yeah, that's why we're number one podcast in your headphones. Don't ever <laughs> Number get one twisted. podcast on your headphones, 59,000th on the charts. But we're, we're on our way up. We're on our way up. We're getting there. We're getting there. Amen. Uh, So that'll wrap up another episode. I wanted to thank you again, Thomas Lewis, two episodes in a row on your way to replacing Zach. Don't even invite him next week. I'll be free. (laughs) I got it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) See you later, Zach. As always, check us out on holyfield.co. We plugged it already, but follow us on all social media, especially the Instagram at holyfieldsports. No extra punctuation, underscores nothing. Check out our awesome new visuals for our mock draft. Uh, All of our materials on the website. Everything from sports to culture. Um, So check us out. Check out the other podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you next episode.